Greetings and good afternoon, City of Macaque. This is Radio Skyline, your place to keep pace with everything in town and beyond. Joining me in the studio is Myra. Hello, Myra. And this week, chaos here and elsewhere as we continue to endure the effects of the pandemic. Businesses are closed and Myra and I had to figure out how to set up studio equipment in our own homes. To be honest, I enjoy not leaving the house. Meanwhile, I've cleaned every surface of my apartment and I've started to consider painting a mural on my wall. The real trick is just to keep yourself busy with little hobbies and things. I do crochet and frankly, I'm used to getting the phone calls from the extended family without necessarily seeing them, so it hasn't been that much of a shake-up for me. I imagine kids and teenagers are probably the most frustrated. What do you and the relatives talk about? Politics. Goddamn so much politics. Yeah, uh, we did get statements from Donna Albo and Sabrina Watford regarding the shutdown and everything. Uh, Sabrina assured us that she would be doing everything in her power to maintain the wealth and influence of her campaign contributors, whereas Donna assured us that the virus is, I quote, fake and gay. And that Sabrina is, again, I quote, fake and gay. You know, my favorite thing about Don is that sometimes he accidentally, not on purpose, hits certain things on the head with the abrupt force of a sports car wrapping itself around a tree. What do you mean, about the virus or about Sabrina? Sabrina, obviously. I have never met anyone more fake in my life other than Don. Our studio head Bob runs a close third, and you would be in fourth place if I didn't think you actually believed most of the things you say. Well, I do say those things because I believe them. And I don't know if that's endearing or pitiable. Some people tell me it's endearing. Well, more power to those people who still have stars in their eyes and hope in their heart. But to be honest, at the rate things are going, I'm not really sure what to believe anymore. Uh, That is, I don't know what to think the plan is for the future. And I don't know where we're going to be when it arrives. Nowhere up from here, I'm going to tell you that much. One of my cousins had to re-interview for his job after the housing crash. And they rehired him, but at a lower position with lower pay, which he never really bounced back from. See, you hear things like that, and you know, they say things have to get worse before they get better, right? Like, before a nation has a revolution that overthrows a despotic government, there has to be a famine or something. And then the revolution happens after the famine, because you need something to eat, you know, people need food to riot. So, we're gonna hunker down through this pandemic, and then maybe everyone will be mad, and something good will happen. I just really don't know if I should find these things you say to be endearing or pitiable, Hugh. Something good could happen. People are saying something good could happen. Like what? It'll turn out Santa's real? He and the East Bunny team up, get elected to office, and come up with some comprehensive reforms that everybody agrees on? I mean, look, think of how dumb you're gonna feel when next year, Santa's sitting in the Oval Office with Vice President Easter Bunny. I don't think Santa's legally eligible to run. He lives at the North Pole. Yeah, but he's magic. He's not even a U.S. citizen. I do think the original Santa was Greek or something. Or Dutch. I don't know. Besides, the man practices slavery, right? He doesn't pay his elves. You don't think Santa's not gonna be a despotic president? See, but maybe the Easter Bunny's gonna reel him in. That's the Easter how, Bunny... See, that's how the Easter Bunny balances the ticket. That's why this is a winning vote combination. The Easter Bunny has never led a thing in his life. He is self-employed and does virtually all his work on his own. All he knows is candy and how to hide candy. Well, look, you know what the secrets to successful politics is? That an animal can't be vice president. No, that's not a secret. The the secret is that I think you have to get on the Republican or Democratic ticket, and then after that, people will defend them up and down regardless of how practical the candidates are, or if they're not even human, because they're not voting for Santa, they're voting for their favorite brand. Now that's something I can think is true. And speaking of brands, it's time for a commercial. Hello, sir or madam. Do you need toilet paper? I have toilet paper. If you are in search of toilet paper, go to the Korean warehouse in the industrial district. You know the one. Look for the phone number scratched in the pane of the garage door. Call that number and ask for the TP Bandit. 
I will then give you the address to a storage locker where you can go and pick up a roll of toilet paper. Act now! As it turns out, toilet paper is very bulky and inefficient to store, so I stuffed as much as I can into the crawl spaces of my attic and these other places and it prevents me from having anything else. I was going to make a killing on Amazon, but they banned my account. So now I must settle for local sales. If you wait too long, eventually toilet paper will come back in stock because its production is mainly domestic and the manufacturers don't like to store a lot of toilet paper either. Imagine how sad you will feel to not get in this very strange aspect of a public health panic when you still could. You'll be missing on a cornerstone experience of the age. That's right, the TP Bandit is not just selling bootleg toilet paper, but also an experience. A story you can tell your grandkids about the time you went to a shady part of town and bought not drugs, but spent six times the market price on a roll of toilet paper with which to wipe your butt for a day. You cannot put a price on being there during history. Order now, cash only. Well, I don't know what I expected. Aren't there food companies trying to advertise delivery or something? Apparently not with us, or they weren't paying as much as that guy. We're doomed. This is it. This, I mean, not as a society, I mean as a radio program. You've been saying that this program is doomed since we got started. Yeah, well, it's only a matter of time. I just keep waiting for your big nipple slip moment, Hugh, when you finally do something so embarrassing that we never recover. I actually think that we are pretty well insulated against a nipple slip event. Which is why it's gonna happen. No, no, see, because as long as we can spin it into publicity... It all works out. I believe that is what people usually think just before they get banned from their platform. Well, you know, I can't imagine what I would do that would get us canceled. Which is also something that people would say just before getting deplatformed, because you, you can't see what you would do. Well, I mean, how do we know that you're not going to be the one that gets us taken off the air? Well, what would I do? I don't know. But but you see how this unfair shoe fits on the other foot. Now, now you got to come up with something you'd uh, do. Let's be honest. Uh, I think that Bob's probably going to mismanage us to death before we do anything. Well, regardless, let's switch to some happy thoughts. You know what I've been hearing out the window since I've been home? There's that little bird that comes out around spring, and I hear it every year since I was a child. And just recently, I'm starting to hear him sing again, which means it's springtime. Oh, yeah. What kind of bird is it? Uh, I don't know. It's got a little two-note song. It goes, wee-woo, wee-woo. Uh, I think that's a chickadee. A chickadee? Yeah, little two-note song. Bee-boo, bee-boo. That's a chickadee. Well, the chickadees are back, and I associate them with childhood memories. Well, good for them, and you. I mean, it means a lot to me, because I associate them with good weather and a lot of fun activities, so it really cheers me up to hear them outside. I'm more of a fall person, personally. I like when the leaves start to turn, and you get that fall smell. I mean, yeah. Yeah, the weather's good then, too. But that's down the line, and we gotta get through summer first. I'm just sharing, you know, spring's pretty your time, fall's my time. Spring's nice, but then it flips to humidity and heat within, like, a four-day period around here. Let's see, that's what makes it special. It's your one week of good weather, like the Japanese cherry blossoms, and you have to appreciate it while it's happening. I guess. It's kind of a shame all the parks are closed and everything. We're all so cooped up. I mean, I still go out to my apartment balcony, and, and you can go for a jog if you stay away from everybody. I admit I'm getting a little stir-crazy here, but it's not that bad all the time. I mean, nothing's ever bad all the time, or else you couldn't be living. Or you wouldn't call it living, I guess. Actually, I don't know if you heard about this, but apparently with fewer cars on the road, the pollen count has been through the roof. Asthma and allergy sufferers are having the worst hay fever in a generation. Yeah, and I've heard lots of wild animals are coming into the cities now, too. The monkeys in Nepal are starving and fighting with each other, and local rat populations are in a state of anarchy. I bet the pigeons are really hurting, too. Where do they find trash to eat? Honestly, I think a lot of cities would be happy to lose a few pigeons. Sure, I mean, like they say, it's better for the buildings and the statues and everything, but can you really have a city without a pigeon infestation? 
I just feel like a massive tidal wave of gray feathers lets you know that you've really made it. You're big. You're big enough to drown in pigeons. I don't think we're that big. I mean, we could be. Not at this rate, but how long will it take the pigeons to rebound? I'd give it, like, a month. I mean, I think that's about as long as it takes for a pigeon to fully grow up. I mean, a month? I don't know. I've never actually paid attention to how long it takes a nest to hatch. Well, they're no chickadee. They're not, like, cute birds, but yeah. And speaking of things that ain't no chickadee, it's time for another commercial. Yo! This is Slick Sam, and I'm here to tell you that I have closed until all this blows over. I have locked and double locked my doors. I put tape over the cracks in the windows. I have hunkered down and I am communicating with the outside world through a ham radio. And so far, the only people responding are truckers, but they are nice people and they are bored enough to talk to me. Don't come to my store, no matter how impressed you are with the memory of all my fantastic deals. I cannot currently get you a newt, a fence, or a plant at this time. But I am religiously watering each of these things, so that in the following weeks, or months, or years, when you come in again, these things will be alive, or will have the charming weather look that seems to be popular right now. I am currently composing sonnets and painting pictures of my surroundings. Hit me up on my ham radio if you want to hear me describe these things in detail. I warn you, I am going to embellish the paintings and everything else. Nothing will really look as good as I'm going to say it is. But if they're at least halfway decent, I may be selling them with my other items when I reopen. A special hello to my mailman, who has been dropping off food packages on the regular and is checking to make sure I haven't run out of oxygen. You hold a special place in my heart for your service, sir, and I will set aside my best painting for you. Stay safe out there, and if you are taking a less severe approach to social distancing, I envy you. But this is to become my life, and I will write a beautiful memoir of my experience. Slick Sam's! Slick Sam's. Do you think maybe he just bought the property his store is built on or something? Is that even allowed these days? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I can't think of when it's done by individuals anymore, but, but, but I, like, maybe Sam doesn't pay rent. Maybe that's his secret. Because I have a hard time trying to figure out how else he stays in business. Um, I mean, I, I don't know why, but I feel like an individual owning the land his business is built on would be legal somehow. I mean, it's too expensive. How do you get the money to buy the land and the store? And then he had to spend money on inventory? I mean, I guess he's got to be loaded somehow. Maybe he owns a casino boat or something. I mean, if he did, you'd think he'd brag about it. Well, maybe he's not allowed to. Maybe it's one of those, uh, like, we let you keep the business, but we won't let you manage or advertise it type of things. What if he's having an affair with a beautiful heiress that's paying his rent, and she just can't say no to her heart? Maybe he's having an affair with Mrs. Claus. That is going to be a national scandal when President Santa's in office. I'd like to say you're right, but uh, honestly, I, I feel like I've grown numb to what a scandal actually is anymore. I... I think you'd have to barbecue and eat a live child on television, and even then, people might say the kid deserved it or something. Santa would never eat a child. You don't know what kind of man he'd be with power. He's very justice-oriented and focused on kids specifically. I'm telling you, you're asking for a disaster agenda, and you just don't realize it yet. Well, be that as it may, I do realize it's time to wrap up our show. Stay safe and healthy, everyone. You've been listening to Radio Skyline. Shoot for the skies.